I love real estate. But learning how loans work in real estate and understanding all the different options available can be very intimidating. And what people are intimidated by is often what they will stay away from and won't invest in. While I definitely don't know everything, I want to take a look inside the numbers on our most recent real estate deal and tell you how our deal is structured so you can hopefully gain some confidence and get rid of some of that intimidation that you have in real estate. So in this episode, we will talk about why we thought the numbers worked for us on this property, as well as describe the terms we got on our loan to help you have a better understanding of what is potentially available for you. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. This is a deal that we actually found on market, meaning it was on the MLS, aka the Multiple Listing Service. That's what that stands for. And that just means that it's on all sorts of different real estate websites, Realtor.com, Zillow, whatever it may be, as opposed to off market where the agent is showing the deal before it is up where everybody can see it. So this deal consists of a fourplex with two vacant houses. So you could look at that as six total units if you wanted to. The fourplex had been fully renovated while the houses needed a good amount of rehab. Now, a big reason the property got my attention outside of just the location was because the numbers on the property would cash flow and work just if we were getting the fourplex. We just got the two houses basically as bonus, which was something that definitely caught my attention. The rents for this property were at $725 per door when we bought it, which is roughly $2,900 total, so $725 times 4. And you can use what is called the 1% rule as a guideline to see if the property has a chance to be a good buy, which just means one month of rent should be 1% of the purchase price. So if $2,900 is the rent per month, then it might need to be priced around $290,000. Well, we were able to purchase everything at 309000 so the fourplex alone was basically worth it to us. Not to mention we got the two vacant houses thrown in with it. So we got this fourplex that is fully rehabbed and these two vacant houses that need a lot of rehab for a total of 309 k And so let's talk about these two vacant houses a little bit, kind of our plan with them. One of them we are actually not even going to touch right now. We're not going to rehab it because it would actually cost more to rehab it than the house is even worth. So it's kind of like the definition of a totaled car, if you know what that means. If you have a $5,000 car, for example, and let's say the engine breaks down and costs $10,000 to fix it, it is totaled because the repairs cost more than the vehicle itself. We have plans for that house in the future, but for now, we are just letting it sit and focusing on the other one because the other house is not quite as much work. It's estimated to be about 35000 of rehab, and the property was 
worth a good amount more than that. So we decided we were going to give it a go and rehab it so we could end up renting it out. So now let's talk about the loan we got because the loan terms you get can, I mean, honestly, make or break a deal. And learning how the lending works is just very important in real estate. And, I mean, if you take five different banks or lenders, they might all have different offers, so to speak, that they would have for you, different terms that they would give you on a loan for a property. We talked to quite a few different lenders and found a local bank, actually, that we really liked the terms on. And the terms with this lender was 100% financing on the rehab and 80% LTV, which means or stands for loan to value. And this means they would loan 80% of the appraised value of the property, also known as ARV, after repair value. Some other terms include six months of interest-only payments to the lender with a five-year term balloon interest rate on a 20-year note. Now, let me unwrap all of that. I just wanted to say it all on the front end, just so you get a kind of a glimpse of what we're going to look at. But I'm going to unwrap all that because I know that that can totally sound like a foreign language. But if you can start to learn these types of terms, you'll be able to sharpen that money vision and be able to find real estate opportunities for you. So like I said earlier, the plan is to use $35,000 to rehab the one house that we are going to end up using for a rental. Now for this rehab, we are getting 100% financing on the rehab. Just FYI, financing just means provide funding for. So the bank is literally giving us $35,000 to use. And as we get stuff done on the property, like a roof or new flooring, paint, etc., the bank then releases these funds for us to pay the contractors that are doing the work. That is what 100% financing means in this scenario. Now, for the lending, you have to have a budget that you are giving to the lender, and they are checking on it periodically, whether it's looking at pictures or visiting the property themselves. So they don't just give you the $35,000. They make sure that it is being used for the rehab. I will tell you that we are going to actually end up needing more than that $35,000. So that is money that is going to come out of our pockets. But for us, that is okay because this will be a property that the cash flow pays that off eventually anyways. And if you have little mistakes or whatever it is, that's just called learning. And if you have to pay for it, just call that tuition. Back to the lending terms. Now, the bank was going to loan 80% of the property's appraisal. Now, appraisals, if you don't know what those are, those are conducted by appraisers. Duh. And what this means is they are, these appraisers, they're creating a report on what the value of the property is after it is rehabbed. Appraisals are generally based on sales comps, but it can also be based off construction cost and income of the property. And we can get in to the appraisals and how they work a little bit more another time, but with the bank that was going to do the lending, on top of the 100% financing for the rehab, they were going to loan us 80% of the ARV or the appraised value. Now the appraisal came in at 405,000. I believe that's what it came in for, and the bank lended us 80% of that, which is 324,000. Now this is where it can get a little bit tricky because remember they also financed the rehab of 35,000. So here's how the numbers kind of all work and flow together so you can kind of see the math. 309,000 purchase price plus $35,000 of rehab. That was the cost of the project. That's what it cost for us to buy it and rehab it to get it to its appraised value. 
So that is a total of $344,000. 309 plus 35, $344,000. $324,000 was the amount of the loan. So we ended up owing the difference of $344,000 minus $324,000, which is $20,000. And we would also end up owing the closing costs that would come with that. Now, me and my brother partnered on this, so we split it. So you may be thinking, $20,000, $25,000, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. But you can split it in half, split the partnership and the deal if you wanted to, or maybe you got that money that you have saved up over time. But it's pretty cool because we were just able to get a $405,000 property for less than 5% as a down payment. That's hard to do. If you're just going to go buy a property regularly, that's an investment property, you're probably going to have to put 20% down. But notice, if you have something that you can rehab, you're able to almost cheat the system a little bit. You're not cheating. It's within the rules for sure. But you're able to use the rules to your advantage to be able to put less of your own money into the project. Thus being able to disperse your money into more assets so you can even further fast track your financial freedom. Now, going back to the loan, notice that if it would have appraised for $430,000, we would have actually needed no money as a down payment because 80% of that would have been like $345,000 or whatever do uh, dollars. And since that is 80% of the appraised value, that would have been all that we needed. Now, it appraised for a little bit less than that, so we had to put some money of our own into it, but we are still very happy with how we came out in this deal and where we bought this property at. Now, you may have to re-listen to all that a couple of times just to kind of go through the numbers again, but learning different loan options like this will help you spot opportunities and learn how to save and make money. This right here is how the wealthy become wealthy. All that is is financial literacy and gaining that money vision. Another part of this loan that I liked was that it was six months of interest-only payments. When people are paying their mortgage or a lender, uh, they're paying those payments, they are often paying interest, that's the cost for borrowing the money, as well as principal, which is someone paying equity on the property. So the more equity you pay or the more principal you pay in a property, the more percentage of that property you would own. So since it is six months of interest only, it means the payment or our payment to the lender is going to be much less during these first six months. For example, the interest payment right now is hovering around $1,000 a month, but after month six, when principal starts becoming included in the payment to the lender, it will be more than $2,000 a month. So that is an extra $1,000 on expenses, so to speak, per month, which is kind of a big deal. Paying principal on a property is definitely good, though, because you are getting more equity in the property, especially if you are renting it out you're not paying the equity. The residents living there are basically paying that equity for you. So there's so many different benefits of real estate, but that's just a side note there. Six months interest only, or also known as IO, if you're abbreviating that, is really nice on this property because the fourplex was rented out and cash flowing nicely, all while the rehab on the other house is still going on. To put that in perspective, if someone is flipping just one house, you have no money coming in because no one's living there. So if you're flipping a house, you have to make sure that you have those interest payments for the lender available. Since we have this fourplex rented out, we are able to build up a good amount of cash during these six months of I.O. 
Like I said earlier, the monthly rent is about $2,900. Well, our mortgage payment, well, it's not a mortgage, but our interest-only payment is $1,000 roughly, plus a few other expenses. So it is cash flowing nicely for us right now. Lastly, let's talk about what the 20-year amortization or 20-year note means and what balloon interest rate means. 20 years uh, amortization or a 20-year note means that they are spreading out the principal payments for 20 years to pay the loan. For many homeowners, you will get a 30-year mortgage, so you're spreading out your principal payments for 30 years. Also, you would get what is often called a fixed interest rate. So what this means is if you have a 4% fixed interest rate, it will stay that interest rate for the life of the loan. So if it's 30-year loan, we're paying 4% interest rate as long as you don't sell it or refinance it. The alternative to a fixed interest rate is what is called a balloon interest rate, or you might even hear it called a floating interest rate. Those are the same thing. This means the interest rate will rise and fall based on market conditions. So while we have a 20-year note, we have what is called a five-year term with the balloon interest rate, and for us that is 4.25%. So what that means is in five years, this interest rate will likely change and most likely go higher to keep up with inflation. So if you can lock in on a really nice fixed interest rate, that is a really nice way to leverage debt. Because these floating interest rates, while maybe 4.25 right now, at the end of five years, the lender might say, yeah, we need to bump it up to 5%, thus making your lender payment higher. But there you have it. Those are some of the loan terms, and hopefully you can see why we like the deal. Hopefully you can understand some of those loan terms a little bit. Maybe it's an episode you got to listen to a couple of times just to make sure you get it. But I think these types of episodes are fun because you see numbers in action, and I believe that they are going to add value for you as a Money Vision U student. So I look forward to doing more of these types of episodes and describing what type of terms we found that are also out there and available to you. So hopefully this episode makes you feel a little bit more financially literate, sharpen up that money vision, and gives you a little confidence to go and start looking at deals for yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at MoneyVisionU. We look forward to catching you in the next class.